Hi, I'm The Witch, and what you're about to hear is the podcast equivalent of found footage. The recordings are raw, poorly edited, and at times incoherent. I don't fully understand where they came from or even how they got to me, despite the fact that the voice you hear appears to be mine. All I ask is that you suspend disbelief and simply listen to these messages in the hope that we do not face the same fate. Give me some lights. Give me some music. Hey, hey, clock watchers. A wise man once said, if you walk with that rhythm, you won't attract the worm. Sadly, this won't protect you from wormholes made by mad scientists. We're living the dream, folks. The doomsday clock finally hit zero hour. Speaking of which, timestamp. Week 9 recording 1-0-200 hour. For those of you who don't know, the doomsday clock is a symbolic clock face analogizing humankind's proximity to extinction. Whatever the purpose these recordings had before has been blown out of the water with the revelation that I have a fully functioning wormhole to the past in what passes for my garbage disposal unit. Speaking of that wormhole, Babs, let's see if I can fire it up from this side again. I can open the portal which but the new power cells may become unstable. Okay, sending out a broadband transmission. Caught. Can you hear me? Court, can you hear me? Junk heap calling. Hang on, hang on, dude. Hang on. Hold on. Right. Oh, I, hello? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you made it back. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really leave the lab very much, and I'm just glad that the speaker wire held out. This is really low tech. I'm kind of ashamed of myself to we're communicating this way. Uh, trust me, everything we got here is low tech. Uh, if it was uh, if it was made of plastic, it survived. Uh, so most of my bunker is built made in China. But you know, <laughs> if if it works, it works. Are the batteries holding up for you? And are the D cells working at all? Yeah, i i had to uh, I had to feed them into into Babs uh, a bit like shotgun cartridges. But she reckons they're good. She can uh, use them to hold the charge for probably maybe even half an hour, maybe even an hour. So which is awesome. Thanks, dude. Awesome. Well, at least you can do more of your transmissions then and uh, maybe give us a better idea of what happened to make you be in this situation. Well, yeah, like I said, I can't say too much, but I'm saying uh, if you can uh, afford plastic furniture, buy now. <laughs> Dude, all I have is plastic furniture. <laughs> well, I'm guessing it's splash proof, right? Well, yeah, you have to have that with Matt around. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Last week we talked about White Lightning. I'd really like to talk to you about Gator because, you know, this is... I, I can't tell you exactly what happens to Burt Reynolds, but it's pivotal. This movie has a lot to do with the future of Burt Reynolds in your world. Yes, it does. Wow. Yes, it does. Okay, let's get into it. And now our feature presentation. Burt Reynolds is Gator, 
and inside of 10 minutes, he's going to destroy 14 boats. He's going to wreck dozens of cars. Blow up a motel. He's going to drag a man around a parking lot and throw him off the top of his car. And just wait until you see what he does in the movie. Now, Burt Reynolds is about to be maimed, mangled, mutilated, and made mincemeat of as he takes on the crooked cops in Dunstan County. Jerry Reed is the king of Dunstan County. Well, my name is Lamb McCall. And I don't usually come by here uh, to make collections, but uh, I just want to come by and say hello. He runs the games. I want you to check on a guy named Gator Kluski. He sells the girls. He owns the cops. I'm gonna kill him. Lauren Hutton is Aggie Maybank. She may be Gator's lady. You charm the shirt right off my back. But she's her own woman. He's got a place at the beach and we can stay there. There's nobody out there this time of year. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who said that you could make all the decisions? Who said you could make all the decisions? I should be making the decisions. That was a that was a good decision that you made there. Wasn't that a good one that you made there? Thank you. Right. Jack Weston is the fifth. Alice Ghostly is the Finn. I'm strangely attracted to you. Together, they're dynamite. Oh, my God. Jack Weston, <laughs> Lauren Hutton, <laughs> Jerry Reed, Alice no. Ghostly, and the master of the hit, hit, slam, bash, choke, smother, and squash. A man of stamina, strength, and boundless energy the one and only Burt Reynolds. Now we know you're in there. We coming to get you, Gator. Back cover details. 1976's Gator. Agents force a former con man to help him nab a corrupt politician. Once again, chock full of detail. It's a good thing we get to watch the movie. Bollocks! First impressions. Look away, Dixieland. Gator is constantly bait for bigger fish. Another fat, sweaty redneck in authority. You can't be a swamp-based titular character without a Swamp Rock theme song. The governor is apparently a dumb cracker. Swamp exploitation was the shortest-lived exploitation trend of the 70s. Uh, apparently not a redneck, a Jew, which according to the characters is worse. No one plays a surly old coot quite like John Steadman. Dang, whiskey agents! Stilt houses in the middle of a swamp are the best places to cook moonshine. Dumbass Federals don't listen and get stuck in the swamp. Rocket boats own the swamps but can be defeated by helicopters. Gator is running again. Incompetence is a prerequisite for law enforcement in 70s movies. learned from this movie. Gator is turning state's evidence again. Bert with a mustache is only topped by Bert with a full beard. Nothing like a bit of political greed. Bama McCall is a polite and friendly psychopath. It's a lot of cops for one man. 
cops, cars, choppers, and boats. Burt Reynolds' laugh is auditory cocaine. Gator has his own theme song. Bama is a charismatic scumbag who talks his way into sounding like less of a creep than he really is. Gator is a late sleeper. Knowing his friend is into child prostitution is too much for Gator to take. Shockwave fishtails showed their federals. Slipping Gator a Mickey is an excuse for Bert to goof off and act silly for an entire scene. The swamp is purdy. Lauren Hutton has a mighty weak whistle for having a perfect gap in her teeth for whistling. Gator's stunt double has a bad wig. You don't need martial arts when you know Kung or Car Fu. Gator got them good old boys again. Crazy cat ladies can save the day when they steal the right set of keys. Gator jumped the boat and the federal wrecked the old guy's house. Bringing a cat to a caper is never a good idea. Gator has a jet boat. Sex and sleeping on an oceanside beach is the quickest way to get crabs. Bama McCall is a very busy man. Even New York feds and crazy cat ladies need a good snuggle now and then. Apparently, if you're from New York, you don't drive. Sometimes a film meanders with filler to save money for the crazy action bits. Bama is good to his word. Southside Shuffle was a fire hazard. Never hold up in a location owned by a known next of kin as you are easily traceable there. Legs and striped dresses and plenty of cleavage. Just how Gator likes them. Until you get punched through a beach kiosk, you haven't been in a proper fist fight. Here's that fat, sweaty, redneck and authority, the mayor. Death by Shutterboard is suiting to a psycho like Bama. Miss Kavanaugh is a hippie protester. She's so funny. Angry undercover guy hates balloons. The mayor laughs like a hyena. Shotguns make everyone easy. It doesn't matter where you come from. Bama is a racist redneck. Gator is hip. He can dig it. Nice ass. A little uppity. Kids think Gator is funny looking. Bama lives in a hippie pleasure dome, apparently. And to add to his list of crimes, he's a pedo. It's all good, Gator, because there's always a man, like my daddy and his daddy before. Drugged out hooker teen is making me sad. Gator's not good at being undercover. He talks too much. Oh, oh, yellows. Drunk Gator is an idiot. Sassy TV woman makes good decisions. And get firewood is code for sex, apparently. Questions I ask myself after watching this movie. Is that how you pronounce helicopter? Jibber jibber, crazy old black man. What is that dude saying? Why does the fat guy have his shirt off? Why is there a giant sticking out of the car? Who likes sweaty go-go dances? Who knew Gator would fall in love with the pretty TV gal? Smiling is creepy. Why are you creepy? Why is he so interested in homosexuals in prison? Why is there so much fake laughing in this movie? Why does Fat Fred only have one suit and tie? And why is it corduroy? Is there really a ladies hygiene spray called Sprunt like Gator says? Why is Smiley wearing a purple leisure suit? Why is no one worried about Gator doing donuts in the hospital car park trying to kill two guys? What's on a crazy cat lady grocery list? Cat food and sandwiches. How the hell does Bones drive with his head out of the car? And why won't Billy come get his friggin' dog? Final thoughts. 
worst two-finger whistle ever. This love scene is making me sleepy. Fire fixes everything for Bama. It's come and get us time. People are dying. Gator set a trap. Apparently no one can smell gas in this movie. Bones done go boom. Bama and Gator are wrecking the beachfront businesses. Never trust a man in white shoes. Sappy happy ending ruined my perfectly good action movie. Quiet, sad talking is sad and quiet. Aw, look, she didn't get the dental work. Dick Ziggler is back as a policeman. Now, Court, what's your verdict on this movie? Gator is the prototype for every Burt-based film to come out in the 80s after this. Elements of all of Burt's best-known films were field-tested here and added the fuel to the fire of Smokey and the Bandit, Hooper, and the amazing career that Burt had in the 80s. It is the signal fire of the greatness to come marching through our cinemas. Babs, what's your verdict? I learned that all those unwed mothers from last week got their start working in Bama's Pleasure Palace and business is booming. All right. Righty right. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. <laughs> Most effective, Your Majesty. We'll destroy this Earth. Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Danny in wool rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail Ming. Wait! You see those transmissions on the visual screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud 2? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? Oh, I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. The Hemming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming. For now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At WW. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Hail Ming. Breaking 2? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? Flashdance? <laughs> we might destroy the planet if it's flashed down. Which we have a critical failure in the electrical grid. I cannot maintain all vital systems and continue to transmit through the portal. Shutting down all non-vital systems. Prepare for brownout. There you have it. I'll continue to post these transmissions to the usual range of podcast sources as I receive them. If you'd like to review old transmissions or discuss the conspiracy with other believers, we have a Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash group slash witch versus the doomsday clock. You can also contact me on Twitter and Facebook as the witch, which is T-H-E-W-Y 
CH. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.